Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today. Uh, I'm having, a, as you can tell, a very difficult time trying to get online. It has been a nightmare this morning. Uh, apparently the devil just does not want the word to go out, so I apologize uh, sincerely for that. In fact, uh, I had to go upstairs and reset the modem. Uh, it has uh, uh, been very it's trying my patience today, which is I have little of. <laughs> It, uh, uh, so, uh, in fact, like right even now, I'm trying to share this, and uh, it's not letting me. So, um, I don't know what's going yes, on. Oh, up. no, here we go. Well, it's, <laughs> i tell you what. I'm just, I've about had it to here with Facebook. I've had it, I'm sick of stupid uh, internet problems. It's just, uh, everything works good until you get ready to... Uh, uh, do something that's when everything wants to go down and uh just gets really old you know and uh so hopefully we get this it is uh, it's making me very angry you don't like me when i'm angry that's what the hulk said and uh it's getting very monotonous here lately with this internet stuff i don't know why i don't know if where there's so many people uh online or what's going on but uh, now it's telling me the posts are failing that i'm trying to put out there so i don't know why oh jeez i don't i give up people i i don't know if anybody's even watching or not uh even trying to watch uh at this point since i've had so much trouble uh but uh all right so um, okay don't know if this is even going out or not uh, hope that it is uh, like I said having a lot of trouble this morning I apologize and uh, uh, I tell you when stuff like that happens it gets me distracted it makes me angry and it's hard to concentrate on what I'm supposed to be doing but apparently the old devil does not want to uh, us to have devotions this morning and uh, so he's trying everything he can to uh, uh, keep this from going out so been a lot of a lot of aggravation so I do sincerely apologize for that uh, all right you know normally we do uh, pledge of allegiance but as you can tell I don't uh, I'm having to use my uh, phone this morning where it uh, went down on my laptop uh, because however it's set up with this uh, this group that we're with or system that we're with if I try to go back and hit start again, if it doesn't start on the exact time that uh, it's programmed to start, you, you won't see it on the website. So I don't know why that is. I don't like it, but so we have to schedule, like my devotions, we have to schedule when the church service goes out and then it works, but if it's not on that schedule, it won't go out. So I don't know. All right, we're gonna read uh, Matthew chapter four. And we'll start uh, with verse 18. It says, While walking by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who is called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And he said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Immediately they left their nets and followed him. And going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, in the boat with Zebedee, their father, mending their nets, and he called them. Immediately they left the boat and the father and followed them. All right. So, you know, um, when I read that just now, I don't know how many of y'all seen that little uh, 
cartoon uh, art uh, that's been going around uh, where Simon had like business cards made and uh, then Jesus says, I'm gonna start calling you Peter and he's got a look on his face like, you know, I've had these, these cards made. All right, sorry, I get a little, uh, I have a little weird sense of humor. I hope you can hear me okay. There's a water pump down here that cuts on and every time somebody uses the water and I share the pump with my neighbor so it doesn't matter if it's us or them and it uh, comes on and off so I apologize. So, all right, so our basic focus is on uh, verse 19. It says, and he said to them, follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. Now, you know, of course, a lot of time when you think about fishing, you think of line fishing. And that's something I've done since I was a kid. I've always enjoyed fishing and hunting and, and doing those kind of things. And uh, I remember going with my grandfather a lot and dad, uh, good morning, Karen. Uh, good morning and, uh, to Darlene and Jennifer watching. But I'd go out a lot with them to uh, fish in tournaments or just spend the day on the lake fishing. And um, uh, when, we, when I was a kid growing up, uh, my, we had a, a home down here in, in Gray. And um, my grandfather owned like a trailer park behind it, but he built a pond. I mean, I still remember this day, him out there bulldozing and, and making that pond. He stocked that thing full of all kinds of fish bass and, and uh, uh, catfish, bluegill, you know. and um, uh, I'd fish about every single day, you know, I loved it. And when you line fish, you know, of course you have different types of bait and things that you use if you're, you know, depending on the time of year, uh, sometimes you may use a topwater jig or, or you may use something, you know, if you're wanting more like catfish, you want something that's gonna go down more deep into the water and you kind of just barely drag it along. I mean, there's just different ways and techniques of fishing. Now, I've never done fly fishing, always fascinated me, but uh, never actually, uh, done it but you know we can't really compare this to fly to to line fishing because line fishing once you uh, throw out the line you catch the fish if you want to keep it you kill it and clean it and, and eat it so and uh, but I wouldn't eat anything out of Boone Lake but anyway um, it is um, uh, what we're looking at here is net fishing you know when you look at net fishing uh, we see you know you've probably seen some of the videos out there in some of these different countries I think they're you see these videos like from Taiwan and uh, Vietnam places where it's just like a rounded net uh, with weights on it and they take it and they throw that out there and, it's, and it, it spins out and it hits the water then they pull in uh, whatever fish they can catch by doing that. And that's exactly what uh, we're seeing here in this passage is that when you net fish like that it takes uh, a lot more time. You know, you may not, your catch may not be as good you might get lucky and get a few or then again you may not get much of anything but the the, the work is hard and long and it's it, you have to toil and uh, may not be very rewarding well it's like that with uh, uh with people you know because you know with line fishing like i said once you do that you're going to kill and eat that fish but when you look at that net fishing type of uh, illustration uh, with people, we're trying to rescue them. You know, we were talking about this past Sunday in eschatology and last day events. You're going to rescue them uh, from impending doom. And that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to evangelize. We're trying to minister. We're trying to witness. We're trying to tell others about Jesus Christ. And, you know, so that's like as a pastor, sometimes it may get a little frustrating. Uh, you work hard. You put in the time. And you may not uh, immediately see uh, the uh, uh, what you're doing is is making a difference. You know, you may not, you know, I may not see a soul saved every single Sunday or every day, or you know, and so sometimes it gets kind of hard. 
But then again, you look at different um, individuals throughout history, missionaries and evangelists, who uh, barely ever saw a soul saved, but yet had touched millions of lives. Uh, I was trying to think of the man's name. My mind's went blank, but he's a missionary in Kerry. Um, you know, I think it was William Kerry. Uh, was a missionary in uh, India, and uh, he uh, saw very little uh, results as far as seeing souls saved. But he established a Christian uh, school there and a college, I think. And he translated the Bible in I don't know how many different languages. Uh, his wife ended up, uh, uh, I, can't remember, I think she committed suicide or she went crazy or something like that. So the man had a rough life, but he, he continued uh, the toll. He continued to push forward. He continued to work. And even though he may have seen very little yield, he was he didn't realize the effects of what his ministry done, how it affected millions of people throughout the world. And so, you know, as a pastor, you know, I have to keep reminding myself, I may not see a, a big return, you know, but you don't know uh, how that may be affecting different other, other lives and such. And so God has called you as Christians. You know, you may be in a position now where you thought, oh, I, I would have never been here uh, 10 years ago. I would not have been in this position five years ago. And, and uh, look where the Lord has brought me. And the Lord has you where you're at for a reason. Uh, he wants to use you in that capacity, whether you're a, a nurse, whether you're a, a doctor, whether you uh, work as a, a lineman at the phone company or electric company, or uh, you're a custodian. You know, God has a plan and a reason for your life and where you're at, and he wants to use you in that capacity. You don't know. You know, you don't know why God has you where he does and how he may be able to use you. You know, case in point, I was... Uh, uh, I've told you all this story before. When I was coming back from Indiana, it was, uh, it was this crunch time. It was about the time uh, our car and bike show, and it's very, very busy, very hectic, got a lot to do. And I had to get back in time for that to, to get things done. And uh, all of a sudden, they decided uh, Delta is a horrible airline, <laughs> and I uh, hated flying with Delta. But they had some going on, so they delayed the flight, and it looked like they were may even had to cancel the flight altogether and give us hotel rooms. And I thought, oh, boy, I don't know what I was going to do. I was mad, and I was upset. And I was like, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Don't worry about it. And I was, I was, I was just really aggravated. And uh, I finally got out of Indiana, got to Atlanta. Well, guess what? They had problems there, too. <laughs> I was like, this is unbelievable. And I finally got on the plane, and was heading back to the Tri-Cities and uh, sitting next to a woman. And uh, God talked to her about the Lord, and she prayed and accepted Jesus as uh, her Lord and Savior. And the weirdest thing is, all that time that I spent hours at the airport, I was only an hour later than I would have normally been when I got to Tri-Cities. I still can't figure out how that worked. And uh, it's almost like God was saying, uh, you don't mind to give me an hour of your time, do you? So, you know, you don't know your circumstances and why you're in, where you're at and, and why God has you in that uh position of you know you could be at walmart standing in an aisle you could be at a restaurant talking to a waitress you know you don't know uh where you may be that you could be a witness and tell someone else about jesus christ but that's our thing you know and, and, and when you look at the 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 things that fountain life has done in regards to drawing people in to try to talk to them about jesus christ you know we've got a lot of flack about bringing in dog the bounty hunter or ted nugent and and uh uh I don't know, gosh, we brought in a lot of different uh, big names. But we do that it's not because that is the draw. That is the bait so we can cast the net to try to bring a few, to rescue a few souls from judgment. And, uh, and that's what we need to keep our focus on is that uh, our, not only on our daily day-to-day -day lives on Jesus, 
but on the fact that we have a mission and that we have a calling as Christians to tell others about Jesus Christ. And uh, that's my encouragement to you today, is to be that light in the world of darkness, to go out and tell others about him. And, uh, uh, you know, don't miss an opportunity. Don't be scared. Don't be embarrassed. I think a lot of people, you know, not everybody's an extrovert like me. Uh, that uh, I'm an, I call myself an extrovert that's an introvert. And you may think, that makes no sense and, and that, that doesn't, well, I'm an extrovert in the fact that I don't care to talk to everybody, but I'm an introvert in the fact that I kind of like, I don't like, going out a lot i like staying at home <laughs> so you know i uh but i'm trying to get myself out of that but um but wherever you're at whatever you're doing you know don't be embarrassed don't be shy speak up you know and the easiest way a lot of people say well i don't know how to talk to somebody about jesus i've always found the easiest way to to work into a conversation is is uh uh, you know, hey, do you go to church anywhere? And that usually opens up the door. Either they're going to say immediately, yes, I go to Final Life Bible Church in, in Johnson City, Tennessee. Or they're going to say, well, I go to, uh, you know, uh, you know that church, uh, you know, on the corner. Uh, you know, that one, uh, you know, uh, pastor, so, you know, then you know right then. Usually, I know it's nine times out of ten, they'll say, well, I haven't been in a while, you know. And so that gives you a chance to say, hey, let me invite you out to church. And I know with the COVID thing, just refer them to uh, uh, the online website. They can watch online. But then you can work it in and say, well, I've got to ask you something. Do you know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior? And uh, if they look at you and hesitate and go, then I'll usually call them out. I'll say, that bothers me. You hesitated. Are you sure? And, uh, you know, but, and I've had some people say no. And I said, would well, you want to know Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior? No, walk off. I've had that happen. But you never know how, how the Lord may use you to plant the seed. Someone else may be called to water it. And somebody else may be called to cultivate it. So what we've got to do is get out there and be those fishers of men and spread the word of Jesus Christ. We have responsibility. And guys, I think too many Christians have gotten too cowardly, gotten too apathetic, gotten too complacent, and gotten too comfortable uh, as where they're at spiritually. And we're going to have to snap out of that and uh, start winning some souls for Jesus. Let us have a word of prayer. Dear Father, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful and blessed day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, I pray that you be with us each and every day. Help us to be that witness for you. Help us to be the fishers of men and think of new and exciting ways to draw people to you and to, to be excited to spread the gospel message. And Lord, for someone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us. Lead God and watch Lord protect us. This day, and Lord, I pray that you'll be with Ginger Hood, Wendy Lee, Kim Pennings, Ron Thompson. Uh, Lord, I pray for uh, Daisy Side, and I pray for so many others who have been offering up prayer requests to concerns, those who are sick, uh, being diagnosed with COVID or, or battling cancer, whatever it may be, Lord. You know the hearts and minds and those who are dealing with uh, loss of life. Uh, Lord, just pray to be with those families. And Lord, I pray that you'll be with us all and help us to serve you well. In Jesus' name I pray. All right, my friends, appreciate all you guys and gals for tuning in this morning. Apologize for the uh, problems with the Internet this morning. Don't know what happened. Everything just crashed. Everything was working perfect. And for whatever reason, when I hit start on that uh, program, 
to go live. It just, everything died. I don't know what happened. So, but anyway, I hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, and God bless.